Sometimes it really are the little things that can make the biggest difference. Small things, small changes can really add up to making a big impact. And today we're going to highlight some of those simple changes that can help you get to the kind of retirement you have always wanted. Stay tuned for that conversation coming right up. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with the owners of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. Allon Planning Partners specializes in all things financial planning. And if you have any questions at all about your financial future, creating that plan for retirement, legacy and income planning, social security maximization, tax efficient investment strategies, they do it all at Allon Planning Partners and can assist you in applying the proper financial strategy to suit you and your situation. All you have to do to get in touch with Brittany, Jay, and the team at Allon is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Or head over to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Guys, how was the week? How's the weekend treating you so far? So far, so good. We've had a great week uh, here and uh, the weekend is going well. So all things considered, it's been a really good week. How it about has. you? I, I have no complaints. As much as I enjoy the summer, this is the the hottest time of the year. So yeah, it's been warm. <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. to get through that. I'm looking forward to fall, but I still love the summer. And to preparing for retirement, right? It's kind mm-hmm. of like, it's very... It's simple when you know what you're doing, but it's definitely not easy to go into it by yourself because Mm -hmm. you think, oh, hey, I've got a 401k through work. I'm square. But that's not really the case. Mm. We've come to learn on the show. And it's definitely something that's overwhelming for folks. So I know that you guys have some tips that you're going to share that can help folks make a big difference in enjoying that retirement dream. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And, you know, preparing for that transition it, it can feel a bit overwhelming. We, we recognize that it's not, it's really not easy because you know, that whole quote, it's simple, but not easy. That's it's simple because there's only so many things you can choose from when it comes to investments, but there are so many different mixtures and strategies and all these different options and, and approaches. And what that looks like. Yeah. yeah there's timing, a lot that goes into all it. the details and the caveats that go into planning, considering taxes and man, we could just go on and on and on looking and talking through the different approaches and the things that make a difference. But the truth is, just focus on some simple changes that can really compound and make a big difference. So Mm -hmm. we say it pretty frequently. Some of this stuff is not rocket science, but if you actually implement some of these truths, it can make a massive difference in your overall plan. So let's just, let's dive in. Little by little. It's one step at a time that you get through the journey, right? And so in order to get to where you want to be, we've seen this happen for folks over and over again that they get overwhelmed and then they don't make any changes. Right. But we've also seen folks come in and says, you know, we need help, you know, making changes because we want to be prepared. 
And we have formulas to help you one step at a time get to where you want to be. We, we've helped hundreds of families and we would love to help your family if you're listening. So let's just go through a few little simple steps that you may be listening today. How can I make some changes to make sure that I'm going to hit my retirement? Yeah, no matter your age, uh, you can implement this one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so no matter how you're saving or preparing for retirement, our challenge is increase your savings just by 1%. Bump it up just a little. If you can do more than that, hey, awesome. Bump it up 2%, Mm -hmm. 4%, whatever that looks like. But if you don't know where to begin, just save 1% more. If you earn, let's say $50,000 per year Mm -hmm. and you save 1% more, that's only $42 a month. If you earn 6% on annual returns, you will have an extra $57,000 after 35 years. Wow. That's what we're talking about. Like little changes up front that over time make so much of a difference. So you younger listeners, listen up here. This is something you can do to make a massive impact on your Mm -hmm. future retirement plan on your future portfolio, your future investments, because it grows and compounds over time. Now, if you are closer to retirement, you may have to notch it up a little bit more than 1%, but it doesn't take that much more. It's just starting is what we're trying to say. Get, give 1% more, give 2% more, give 3% more. What can you give uh, to make sure that you're hitting those goals? You know, 1% more $50,000, it was $42 a month. We spend more than $42 a month on coffee a lot of times. Oh, <laughs> you, yes. Right? I used um, to do you'll that. spend 42 bucks on lunch. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. so we have to be um, understanding of where our dollars are going to. Mm-hmm. And that's where budgeting comes in and spending plans and that's making right. sure that you have that under wrap. But 1% more is doable. It's doable. You can stretch 1% mm-hmm. more. And it does make a lasting difference over time. Um, another one that we like to tell folks when that 1% more is think about contributing your tax refund. A lot of us don't think about this, but you can deposit your tax refund into a traditional or a Roth IRA, um, using a specialized IRS form. It's eight, 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 eight. Um, but you could talk to your CPA about that. Um, you can elect to apply the IRA contribution to your current tax return or the following year. I mean, now that seems like a no-brainer because it seems like money that you're not going to have mm-hmm. to spend anyways. Um, you you haven't had that money in your hand. You're not going to miss it. But instead of just getting it back and it going to your coffee over the next three months or going to who knows what out the window, put it right back in your retirement accounts. And it's money like a bonus that you didn't even realize was coming to you. So you can take those tax refunds and put them directly back into a Roth or an IRA vehicle. Which that triggers another thought in my mind. You talking about uh, taking kind of bonus money. Mm -hmm. Think about, think about in our lives, we have, we have all experienced at some point kind of an unexpected increase in funds, Mm -hmm. whether it was a gift someone gave us or maybe a bonus uh, at our work or Christmas bonus or or something, right? Some kind of prize money or maybe an inheritance. There's always this temptation to spend that and to immediately, hmm, what can I do with this money? How about we implement some control here, some delayed gratification and actually look ahead, not just look at the here and now and what that can do for me now, but look at how taking that and investing it, compounding over time and how much more you could make from that unexpected cash Mm -hmm. to benefit yourself even more so in the future. So this requires, like I said, some delayed gratification, which is really (laughs) anti-American, but 
Listen, if you want better results than others around you may be Mm -hmm. experiencing, you're going to have to do things others around you are not doing. And that that can be difficult when you see others maybe getting a raise and immediately going and purchasing something they want or, you know, upgrading a car Mm -hmm. or whatever that visual exterior is that they want to do. It, it doesn't have to be that way. You can, you can take that, be wise with those funds. There's always time to celebrate. I'm not saying, you know, put it all away and there's no time. We talk a lot about the importance of celebration, but I'm also talking about looking ahead. That's right. Planning ahead, being wise with that, that unexpected mm-hmm. cash and making more of it than you could do without, without investing in saving That's right. that. That, that all stands to reason. It makes a lot of sense. And sometimes it's it's a little bit challenging, I guess, to get started, which is why all of these different strategies and little strategies, it doesn't feel like you're just jumping into the water. That's right. You're able to test the water first and see the results. I mean, that first figure really blew me away that you're going to have an extra over $50,000 yeah. if you do that over 35 years. That's amazing. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's results that like adds those. Up. That's yeah. it. That's it. Take the tiny changes, those tiny differences. And you know, an image that comes to my mind that can really represent this. Think about, think about, do you guys remember the movie Armageddon? Yes. Yeah. You remember that movie and how, um, you know, they were, they were trying to get to this, this, Asteroid. Asteroid. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a planet. It was an to... asteroid to implode it, right? Mm-hmm. So that it wouldn't hit the Earth. Remember when they were working on the trajectory of how they had to get there and how one degree difference, one degree, one degree difference in the trajectory of that sh- space shuttle, all the difference. They could totally yes, miss totally. it by miles and mm-hmm. miles and miles, or they could nail it head on. So that's what I'm talking about. Just a small difference that really feels like man, this isn't doing anything. This Why yeah. Why not just use it for what I want now? This isn't adding up to much. But over time, mm-hmm. it makes a big difference. Yeah, and ultimately, the reason it's not easy is retirement planning, especially, is not easy. It's very involved. You have to think about tax planning. You have to think about estate planning. You have to think about your investments and how they're managed. But I want people to understand that are listening today you do not have to overthink this either. That's why Mm -hmm. if you're working with someone like us who is an independent fiduciary, we're here to actually get the advice to you and to help you understand how to get to your ultimate goals. And we'll do some of the heavy lifting. But what you do have to do is start. You have to take that one degree step. Mm -hmm. You have to take that 1% of of my money and I'm going to save another $40 this month. You have to take these little steps because with or without us, you can make a huge difference in your financial picture just by making some of these little steps. And that's what we wanted to get across today is we want folks to see, hey, this is a complicated subject. This is why we as professionals help a lot of folks, but we can start small. You don't have to be overwhelmed. A lot of times when we get overwhelmed, we get frozen. We Mm -hmm. get paralyzed with fear, but you do not have to get stuck in where you're at. You can make a $40 a month contribution to your IRA, and that's not going to make your mind implode, right? (laughs) On on how to make a a tax strategy that's going to work for you. You can avoid penalties, avoid fees. You can look at what you're paying, uh, your current advisory fees or your mm-hmm. 401ks, mm-hmm. your IRAs to make sure you're Minimize not exuberant fees. in your fees. You need to do that. You can cut out one unnecessary extra mm-hmm. expense a month. You can, whether that is a, a Netflix or a, 
or a gym membership you forgot about that you're still paying on. We <laughs> talked about this many uh, when we first started a few years ago, Chrissy, uh, about how some of these are on automatic subscriptions. Yeah, withdrawals. Oh, yeah. Automatic subscriptions. And folks don't even realize that they're still paying these bills for things they don't even utilize. Right. Yep. Take a moment and cut out the unnecessary expense. Make sure your money is working for you. You can take that unnecessary expense, even if it's 30 bucks a month, and put it in your retirement. Boom, you almost got your 1% of 50000 That's it. That's right? right. Cut the waste. Repurpose the waste. So ultimately, I want folks to understand that are listening today, this is complicated, but it doesn't have to be unreachable, undoable. You can start somewhere. Uh, we would offer a free consultation today for the first 10 callers who call in. We're going to offer you a time to set with us and to connect with us on your specific situation so that we can go into more detail on the steps that you should be taking to get to your retirement goals. But ultimately, you can take one step today do one of these things we've said, maybe cut out unnecessary expenses, maybe uh, add another 1% to your savings, maybe redirect your tax return mm -hmm. into your financial plan, maybe redirect that raise that you were given or a windfall that you were given or a birthday gift that you were given and put towards your retirement. There are little things that you can do like that that will make all the difference. Make sure you're getting the most out of your 401k at work. Make sure if, you're get, if you have a match that you're eligible for, make sure you're getting it. But ultimately, we want to offer you a spot to come in and sit down with us so that we can walk you through a full financial plan uh, that it covers every component of financial planning. But we want you to be encouraged today that you don't have to dive into the deep end of the pool. We can step in one foot at a time and get you to where you need to be just by making small incremental changes. And that number to call to schedule a time to sit down with Brittany and Jay Hagee at no cost or obligation is 800 971 Four five four nine. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And the spots go pretty quick. So you can also go online to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule directly from the website. Again, that number 800 Guys, we're going to take a quick break, but what is coming up on the other side? Coming up next, retirement can seem a bit overwhelming with the ever-changing conditions. And how do you navigate through all the different factors surrounding this change in season of life? Well, coming up, we're going to highlight several things that will help to make this a smoother transition. to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, the owners of Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions at all about your financial plans, about preparing for retirement, Brittany and Jay have you covered. And the wonderful team at Allon Planning is kind enough to open up a few slots every week for listeners of the program so folks can come in, sit down, and have that comprehensive and customized financial plan created at no cost or obligation. All you have to do to schedule is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And you can also catch the Dynamic Duo on TV as well as radio. Jay and Brittany are on ABC Channel 9 Sundays at 11 a.m. and at 5 p.m. and in the Knoxville area 
on W-A-T-E, that's ABC, at 11.35 p.m. You can also check out the YouTube channel, Alon Planning Partners on YouTube. There are so many great resources available on demand. The podcast is available on demand as well. So there are a lot of ways that you can get involved and take those steps that we talk about on the show every week so that you can become an active part of your financial planning journey. And speaking of numbers like 800-971-4549, we're going to talk about uh, what what's your number, uh, which is kind of a, a mm-hmm. famous, um, I guess, figure of speech. When it comes to financial planning, there are a lot of numbers to consider. So yeah, mm-hmm. what do we need to pay attention to? What can we dismiss when it comes to preparing for retirement? So this is a an easy place to begin here. I, I am a person who is really fond of, if I'm asking somebody a question and their answer is lengthy and drawn out and it takes forever to really get to, to what I'm looking for, maybe they never really directly answer the question. That kind of just bugs me. That's a personal pet peeve. And so I'm a fan of straight answers to questions. Now, it's not always black and white. I totally get that. Just like with financial planning, it's not always black and white and all that easy. There are some areas of gray that you got to really well. It's different because of this situation or, you know, your scenario varies and this changes this variable or this factor. But this financial number we're going to talk about is really just a place to begin. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not an end all be all. It's just a place to begin. A lot of people ask us, how do I know when I've had en- when I've saved enough to not run out of money or to when, when I'm pre- most prepared for retirement? And a, kind of a good rule of thumb that, again, just a starting point, not a mm-hmm. hard black and white answer. Take what you will be what you spend every year in retirement. So let's say your expenses or what you spend each year is one hundred thousand dollars. That's what you need. Um, then multiply that by twenty five. So okay. 25 times one year's living expenses, and that would be two and a half million you would need to achieve this financial independence number. Okay, so let's break that down a bit further. Say that it was $50,000 that you used for annual income. Well, then you multiply that by 25, you would need 1.2 million. That would be your financial independence number. So that's kind of a good place to begin to to see, okay, so where am I when I'm looking at the big picture? And that's when you're looking at 401ks, IRAs, savings, things like this. There's a lot of folks that have cash flow outside of that. So do you have to have 2.5 million to retire? No, not necessarily. Um, It's it's a good point to look at like, here's how much money I'm going to be spending over my lifetime probably. Mm -hmm. And that that's why we got to talk again in a minute about inflation because that's going to play a role in it too. Oh, big time. But um, the best way to figure out can you declare financial independence is actually have a written, dedicated, detailed financial plan that is going to get you from point A to point B most efficiently and effectively. Because what we know by meeting with hundreds of folks every year is that everyone has different assets. Everyone has different dreams and desires as far as retirement's concerned. Everyone has different debt levels and different expenses. So we have to customize a plan that says, okay, if you have X amount of rental income mm-hmm. and you have rental property, how does that figure into your financial independence right. number? Okay. What about your social security? What about your pensions? What about mm-hmm. um, other passive income that you may have? 
So we take a deep dive into every part of your financial situation and make sure that you have the numbers that you need to give you what we call the SWAN plan or the sleep well at night plan, right? (laughs) We want to make sure that you know, not just an arbitrary number that I have to hit, but you have a dedicated financial plan that says, I am going to get to my goal and here's how, and here's why I know I can sleep well. Yeah, it's so much broader than just a figure or a number or an investment. So Mm -hmm. many people assume their 401k or their investment, their rental property is their financial plan. Mm -hmm. It's just a part of the plan. the, The actual plan itself is so much broader, so much more detailed. So many other factors need to be considered in order to maximize your financial scenario. Yeah. And we're going to go over a few of them. Um, one of them is what we talked about with social security. You, you know, what is your social security number? What is the age which you reach full retirement uh, mm-hmm. in social security, full retirement age income? Um, you know that the longer that you wait to take social security, the more that you're going to receive. Now, you cannot wait past 70 that you have to take it by 70. And a lot of folks come in and they're like, I'm going to take it right away because it may not be here next year. Right. Sure. Um, uh, no, I don't think that's the case, but we want to make sure that we're planning well for Social Security, that you're maximizing that number as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And you need someone that's a professional and a fiduciary to sit down and help you understand why we're giving you the number that you should be taking Social Security at and how we're going to maximize it. Which, again, that number looks different for everyone. This Correct. is where it can get frustrating for people who want that straight answer. No, just tell me what's the answer. (laughs) It's very specific, very specific to you. Just as Jay mentioned, based on all your assets, your current income, if you have pensions, if you've received an inheritance, you know, so many different factors play into what that real social security number would be for you. Uh, Another one is to consider, Jay mentioned it just a moment ago, inflation. It's a big one. Inflation is is one of the most overlooked components when discussing and formulating a comprehensive financial plan because people don't think about year over year how the cost of living really does increase. Now, the last couple of years, it's been maybe at the forefront of our minds more than normal, Uh, obviously, through through COVID and how everything has just skyrocketed when it comes to inflation. But the reality is that occurs every year. Mm-hmm. It may not occur at the higher percentage levels that we've experienced recently, but it does occur. Even if it's, that's why you get a cost of living adjustment on social security benefits. Some years it's 1%, some years it's 6%, some years it's 2%. That varies every year, but that is to cover some costs of inflation. And so you just think about it practically. Something that costs $100 today will cost $108 a year from now. Then two years from now, it's going to cost $116.64. And then it keeps going and rolling. So items continue to grow in their cost every Mm -hmm. year, like snowballs and grows Mm -hmm. every, every year. So that's something you've got to consider when looking at income Mm -hmm. for your retirement plan. We actually refer to this as the hidden tax because a lot of folks don't think about it, but they will have to increase their expenses over time due to inflation. Even if it's 3%, 2 to 3% is the Fed's target. Even if it hits 3% consistently, which finally this last quarter, it did get back to that. Right. Um, but even if it continues at 3%, that is going to increase over a 20 year period. You're going to have to have a lot more money than you think 
that you are today because of this hidden tax of inflation. Which again, make sure that, that someone's walking you through that in the plan. Yeah, and that impacts back to where we started that financial independence number. That's why it's mm-hmm. not so cut and dry, black and white. Multiply your income by this number, right? Yeah, you things like inflation, you've got to factor that into the formula, mm-hmm. into the scenario, and make sure you're accounting for those those increases. Another increase you got to consider are healthcare costs. That's healthcare a big one. costs that, yeah. you know, maybe you do have great insurance coverage or, you know, your uh, Medicare covers the majority of your expenses, but there are always going to be some kind of out-of-pocket healthcare costs. And those only increase as we get into the retirement years, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80, and upwards of that. Obviously, the expenses for healthcare continue to rise. Yeah. Um, we're seeing that in huge ways right now. Yeah. We're seeing those numbers increase. And, and Fidelity did a study of what it's costing on average a 65-year-old couple retiring today, what they can expect to spend in healthcare in their, in their, throughout their retirement. Take a guess at what that is. Brace yourself. Oof. It's a lot. Um, is it more than one thousand dollars? <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to it be is optimistic. Is 315. it three hundred and fifteen? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Three hundred and fifteen. Three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. That's yeah. a huge chunk of thousand dollars. That is just the average estimate in healthcare and medical expenses throughout retirement. That mm-hmm. in that we're we're talking out of pocket. That's not like overall <sighs> Medicare kicked in or health insurance kicked but in. But that also does not include long-term care facilities because we know mm-hmm. a long-term care facility, the average yearly cost of a long-term care facility right now is $225,000 alone. So this $315,000 of health care is just to get you through retirement yeah, if you're doing mostly well. Right. If you need long term care, it's going to be even more expensive. You have to figure that into your expenses in retirement or you're going to be wildly mistaken about how long your money will last. Which, again, is why it's so important to consider a comprehensive financial plan and not looking at your investments just as the sole focus of your financial future. That is a mistake. And it's a very common mistake. Just looking at investments for future financial stability or purpose or grounding that that's you're missing so much when you don't consider these other expenses. And here's the last number I want to talk about, because I think it's very important. It's the estimated monthly retirement spending amount. So how much will you be spending in retirement? See, it it used to be that a lot of financial planners and advisors would say, Hey, about 70% of Mm -hmm. your income, uh, your spending now will happen during retirement. Well, we found that to be really flawed. If you speak to anyone who's been retired one to three years, they're going to tell you most of the time, 90% of the time that their budget is the same as when they were working. If not more. Right? If not more. Not only inflation for, continues. For travel. And- but listen, you want to actually enjoy some of your life. You don't want to just survive mm-hmm. during retirement. You want to thrive. Mm-hmm. So your estimated monthly spending for retirement needs to at least be in our conservative estimate, a hundred percent of whatever your estimated costs are to live right now. You can always um, minimize that. Mm-hmm. Like you can always bring that number down. Say you get into retirement and you're like, man, I could live on, on 20,000 less a year than I did when I was working because I paid this debt off and I don't have that expense. That may be the case. And it's, but it's much easier mm-hmm. to, to minimize that income amount you're taking than to need more and, and not, not have, have it. it. That's right. That's where you don't want to be, which is the number one fear of every retiree is right. I'm going to outlive my money. 
we cannot have that happen. And so we want to get you a personalized retirement plan that gives you a personalized independence number. What is my financial independence number? And not just based on hopes and dreams, but based on reality and inflation and where we're at with Mm -hmm. your assets and your expenses and give you a good conservative estimate. You need someone to help you in your corner with this. You can call us 800-971-4549. That's 1-800-971-4549. And we would love to help you and your family just as we have the hundreds of other families that's worked with us over the last few years. Guys, we're going to take a quick break, but what do you have in store for us when we get back? When we come back, a lot of times we talk about what you should not be doing to get ready for retirement, but we actually want to spend a few minutes on what are some things you should be doing. You don't want to miss this coming up next. Allon Exchange with the owners of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. I am your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, in the studio with the dynamic duo who are not only partners at work, but they are partners in life. And I think that that gives such, it gives the show such a unique uh, advantage point, I think, because when we're talking about finances and reviewing your finances to prepare that plan, there are a lot of do's and don'ts, shoulds and should nots uh, when it comes to preparing that plan. And I know one that I've learned just from doing the show with with you guys is keeping your significant other uh, in the conversation as that's right. continuous, that's right. yeah, it's important. And we're going to dive into a few more uh, shoulds, particularly in a volatile market like we've been seeing, mm-hmm. so that you can guarantee in retirement that you are sound and financially stable. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely want to dig into a few things that we should be doing here. Um, anytime, not just in volatile markets, but you really should have a pulse on what's going on within your uh, portfolio all the time. You should understand how you're allocated. You should know and check your asset allocation. This is some of the biggest um, things that I see when I sit down with folks is they really don't know what they're invested mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. And like, we love to or help how much risk they're taking. Yeah. Because we love to help expose uh, exactly how you're positioned, how much risk you're taking, what it's doing for you in a good market, what it will do in a bad market. Mm-hmm. Are you appropriately allocated for the stage of life that you're in for when you want to retire? I mean, you need to dive into your asset allocation. So this is where we want to spend some time. Um, and depending on your age and your where you're at in your stage of life, uh, it's going to make a difference on how the recommendations are given. So it's really important that when you're getting close to retirement, though, that that allocation, and especially in retirement, that allocation looks a lot more conservative um, than when you were actually working because there is a sequence of return risk that most people don't understand that we like to illuminate that says when you're now withdrawing funds from your retirement accounts, any losses are going to be expanded. They're going to be um, uh, really magnified because you're now taking money from these uh, portfolios at the same time that the market is being volatile and losing. So you have to take a different approach on the distribution phase than you did the allocation phase. That's why you have to know 
how you're allocated within your portfolio. Which the bottom line to kind of undergird exactly what he's saying is that the losses hurt you more than the gains help you. If you lose 20%, you assume that you have to just gain 20% to get back to even. But that's not the case. You lose 20% out of a $100,000 portfolio. Mm -hmm. You've only got 80000 left. You actually have to gain 25% mm. to get back to even. Think about that if you lose half of a portfolio. If you lose 50%, you don't have to just gain 50% back. You have to gain 100% mm -hmm. back. Think about how much harder it is to receive that kind of a return yeah. on investment. <laughs> Think so, about how, yeah. how much harder it makes it to, to get back what you lost. That's so, why we try to help others ex explain to others why when you're near and in retirement, you should not have the risk exposure that you have when you're 20 years out from retirement. Now, I want to do the flip side of this and tell folks that you have 20, 15, 10, even years to retirement. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Don't sell everything tomorrow because you had a 10% mm -hmm. loss or a 20% loss. It's okay because over time, the S&P 500, if you look back over the last 30 years, you're going to see major up and to the right, right? It's going to be up, 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 even though we've had major pullbacks uh, within that time frame. Now, the major pullbacks in that time frame, if you're near and in retirement, can be devastating right? Because yeah. you're not allocated correctly. But if you still have 15, 20, 25 right. years until retirement, you can ride this out and continue to maintain investment exposure because you're going to win. It's about when mm -hmm. you pull back right. from those uh, allocation models that matter. Yeah. And, and if you are in that retirement phase or almost there a couple years out from that, we're not saying you can't have any risk. We, we don't, we're not leaning all the way to the other option either saying you have to be completely right. only in safe investments. Okay. There, there it's is, there risk. is the, yeah, there's a balance here and there is a place of appropriate and almost at times necessary risk in order to position yourself to gain some returns dependent on the overall uh, positioning of your portfolio. Okay. So don't go all the way to one end or the other because of fear or, you know, kind of some of the unknowns. This is where developing a true allocation strategy for your overall portfolio, including everything on the table, looking at your 401ks, looking at your IRAs, looking at maybe a Roth account, or, uh, you know, even think looking at your real estate, considering the risk that all of these different asset classes hold and coming up to a, a proper risk allocation or asset allocation based on your specific scenario. And one factor I want to touch on before we kind of wrap up some of this segment is uh, something that is often maybe, maybe ignored is not the right word, but maybe not really given much attention to. And it's the emotional component that comes with investing mm -hmm. and how seeing your accounts drop or grow impacts you emotionally. Being able to withstand some of those uh, you know, emotional responses or um, emotional experiences as you're investing. The strategies utilized or strategies we recommend will in part also have that consideration, uh, you know, weighed into to the recommendation here. Mm -hmm. How how do you emotionally respond by loss of your accounts? How do you emotionally respond by, you know, a, a gain or increase and, and mm -hmm. kind of balancing that out with your particular personality style, your, your comfort level, your, uh, you know, the emotional impact that has, because it all plays together. Jay and I are currently working on a, a big project. We're going to talk about it more coming up, maybe even next week. We'll mm -hmm. see. But um, we are doing some writing. And a lot of 
um, what we're talking about in this soon coming project, which we'll share more later, <laughs> uh, um, we're talking about this, the connection that happens between our emotions and our, our physical health and our finances and our monetary health fiscal health, okay, and how the two are so interrelated, how if you're talking ab about one, it always is impacted or impacted by the other, how they're really correlated, and such an interesting phenomenon to me, how they're so closely linked, and many people don't consider that, con that connection or that, that relationship between the two, and how important it is to consider them both, and so we may dig into that more here uh, coming up, maybe even next week, um, because it, it matters. It matters in, in how right. you how you mitigate your risk, how it impacts you emotionally, how it impacts you, of course, obviously dollar wise when you're looking at the bottom line. Um, but it's it's all related because retirement isn't just about not outliving your money and having enough to last. It's about having the the capacity emotionally to actually enjoy it. And to be present in not just retirement, but in every stage of That's life, right. no matter where you find yourself. So it can't be overlooked. It can't be missed. If you want somebody who is sitting on the same side of the table as you, that can help walk you through situations just like this, how your physical and financial health are related and how to make the most of your financial situation by developing a comprehensive financial plan. We are your go-to. We do this day in and day out and we offer these complimentary consultations to walk you through kind of next steps and, and how you could take what we like to call the Allon approach mm -hmm. in, in implementing some strategy into your overall comprehensive financial plan. And the number to call? To schedule with Brittany, Jay, and the team at Allon Planning, 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also schedule directly from the website as well. You can go to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Go to the contact tab, continue the conversation and you will be able to sign up it'll go directly from your calendar to Brittany and jay's calendar it's very quick and easy as is picking up the phone and making that call as we have a few slots left for that no cost no obligation comprehensive and customized financial plan 800-971-4549 Guys, we're going to take our final break. Is it really our final break already? Yeah, here we are. Wow. Uh, but you know what time it is when we get back. Yes, we look forward to answering questions that have come into us this week when we get back. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee the owners of Allon Planning Partners. If you have any questions at all about your financial future, about preparing that plan for retirement, about legacy and income planning, social security maximization, tax efficient investment strategies, they do it all at Allon Planning Partners and can assist you. In fact, they are kind enough to open up a few slots on their calendar for listeners of the program. 
So you can come in, sit down, and have that plan created with the Allon planning team at no cost or obligation. And we have a few slots left on the calendar. So to reserve yours, all you have to do is call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Or you can head on over to Allon Planning. Dot com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and schedule directly from the website. And Brittany, Jay, we have a few questions to dive into. So are mm-hmm. you guys all set and ready to go? All set. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Question one. If you had a pension given to you early in life that covered 90 to 100% of your expenses, would you be able to retire early? Yeah, that's a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. If you were in that scenario, that's a pretty awesome place to be, a pension early in life. Um, really, first thing I think about when I hear that is, first of all, that's a great opportunity to do what you want to do and not what you have to do. So if there's an option for early retirement, this is where I would encourage a conversation around not really retirement, but repurposing and what that might could look like specifically for you. You know, retirement and what that looks like is such a personal choice for everyone. The timing of it, uh, the, the purpose of it and the actual action, what you're doing during that phase of life is very personal. And it's something that will probably look different for every one of us. So If you have the opportunity to do what you want to do instead of what you have to do, Mm -hmm. man, that's kind of a no brainer to take it. If if you have the resources to fund what you want to do instead of what you have to do, it's a pretty great opportunity. Now, the things that I would say to look at besides just your expenses, because I believe you said you had 90 to 100 percent of your expenses Mm -hmm. covered. So that's good to know. What are your other savings buckets? How are you going to cover that income gap? If you can only cover 90% of your expenses, you still have 10% we got to talk about, right? Unless you reduce your and expenses. That is true. Yeah. So that is, we got to figure out how to take care of that income gap. And then we've got to figure out what, how taxes are going to play into this over time. And then that hidden tax we talk about, inflation. inflation. How's inflation going to happen? Because if you're taking it way early, inflation is going to affect you a lot more because you're going to be living and using it 25 years right. from now, 30 years right. from now. So I think we do have to go into a little bit more detail about if you can. Um, based on your current situation. But uh, like Brittany said, once we've determined, yes, you can do this, um, then it becomes a repurposement uh, question. And what are we going to do? How are we going to purpose uh, our life from here? And how can we live out the retirement that we want to live out? So um, I think it's important to go over the yes or no answer. And it's also important to go over all the what ifs. Yeah. That number to call to get in touch with Brittany J and the team at Allon Planning, 800-971-4549. You can also go to allonplanning.com. The next question, I have an option to contribute to a Roth 401k or a 401k through my employer who offers both. Which should I utilize and why? 
Yeah, it's amazing that you have a Roth option. Not every 401k has a Roth option. So you definitely want to look into that. Now, whether you should do a percentage Roth and a percentage traditional Mm -hmm. 401k or whether you should go 100% one way or another is going to depend on a lot of factors. One of those factors is how much take-home money do you make? Like how much are you bringing in? What is your salary every year? Because that's going to determine how much should maybe go to Roth because you are going to have to now pay taxed dollars, you're going to pay taxes on every dollar you make, even if you put it into a Roth. Um, So you want to balance kind of your tax situation to make sure that you don't have to overpay in taxes now, but you definitely want to take advantage at some level of that Roth because say you're a highway journeyer and you're making a lot of money. Most folks don't realize that there is an income uh, requirement in order to actually contribute to a Roth. But within a 401k, there is no income limitation. So you can make a million dollars a year and still contribute to that Roth 401k. Whereas with a traditional Roth, or I'm sorry, with a Roth 401, mm-hmm. rewind. Whereas with a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. that is not the case. That's right. You have income thresholds. So we, we want to take advantage of that if that's available to you for sure, especially if you're a high wage earner. But we want to make sure we do it in scale of how much in taxable income you're going to have. So that way you're not surprised at the end of the year by a huge tax bill you didn't realize was was coming to you. Yeah, and this is where I could make a quick plug for what true tax planning really entails. True tax planning is looking at not just your taxes for this current year, but looking at how your investment decisions and your income and your expenses, how everything will impact subsequent tax years as well to ensure you're not creating this ticking tax time bomb when it comes time to retire or to take some RMDs from some of your qualified accounts, that you're not in a place to where every penny of your income is taxed and you are paying through the roof in taxes. There is a way to mitigate that. And that's where a Roth uh, 401k option would be really, really helpful to, to mitigate some of that tax cost. That number, 800-971-4549. And the last question, I'm trying to determine my investment options with a current IRA, and I'm a little confused about the difference between an exchange-traded fund and a mutual fund. This That's is a great, a great question. question. Actually, yeah. yeah, I get this a lot. Um So we talk a lot about the different types of investments that we have. Now, a lot of folks go in and most folks know about mutual funds uh, as being a basket of individual stocks and bonds and things like this that give you an exposure to a wide variety of assets uh, and asset classes like stocks, um, bonds, commodities, things like this. So the thing you got to realize is the mutual fund and the exchange fund, exchange traded funds are kind of first cousins. They kind of mimic each other in the way that they're both baskets of funds um, and different types of individual securities and asset classes can be included in there. But the difference is, is how they're traded. Now, ETFs trade like stocks on a stock exchange, so they experience price changes all throughout the day. That means that the prices uh, that you buy an ETF at will likely differ from the prices paid by other investors, Mm -hmm. even minute to minute, hour by hour, day by day. Whereas mutual funds are generally bought uh, as one investment, one time a day. They can only trade one a day. They're once a day. They're a little bit less flexible. Uh, I also always tell people, Hey, if you want a, a, a fund that you can get out of really quickly, get an exchange traded fund. If you, because if, you want to out of really quickly, you have to wait to the end of the business day, typically on a, on a mutual fund uh, order. 
So it's only executed once a day. So they both have different ways that they function. Uh, but the, the biggest factor that I find are costs. Uh, ETF, uh, which are exchange traded funds, typically have a lot less cost than a mutual fund because they don't have to pay an active mutual fund manager. Um, there are index mutual funds as well. So that's uh, kind of the, the same as the exchange traded fund. But overall, most exchange traded funds have a discount uh, in price because they do not charge as much in fees. Um, ETFs also um, offer uh, some capital gains protection. So it's fewer capital gains for investors because you're not buying and selling that mutual fund continuously even if the stocks inside that are, are trading. So that becomes a tax efficient way to trade as well. So there's a lot of pros to the exchange traded fund. And you just want to realize and know the difference between a mutual fund and an exchange uh, exchange traded fund before you make that uh, final call. But typically, an exchange traded fund is going to offer you a little bit more flexibility it's going to offer you a little bit better uh, capital gain structure with taxes and a little bit lower cost. So let's recap. Let's recap the difference between the two. Mutual funds buy and sell based on dollars, whereas exchange traded funds buy and sell based on market price. Mm -hmm. With the mutual funds, you only can purchase or exchange once a day. Okay. With ETFs, it's really any time within the trading day. day. Uh, talk about fees between mutual funds and ETFs. Again, mutual funds often come with a higher fee. You have lower fees with exchange-traded funds. You also have some flexibility with the capital gains benefit Jay mentioned. So that's just a quick recap on the difference between mutual funds and exchange-traded funds. And the number to call to schedule with Brittany, Jay, and the team at Allon Planning, 800 971 4549 Again, that's 800-971-4549. You can also schedule directly from the website as well. You can go to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Go to the contact tab, continue the conversation, and you will be able to sign up. It'll go directly from your calendar to Brittany and Jay's calendar. It's very quick and easy as is picking up the phone and making that call as we have a few slots left for that no cost no obligation comprehensive and customized financial plan 800-971-4549 investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.